0: Hi guys! Thanks for tuning in to the Bent Entrepreneurship Podcast. I am your host, Kate, and I'm so excited to be hosting you for yet another episode this week. If you're new here, Karibu Sana. If you've been here before, thank you so much for tuning in. I do this because of you. Thank you, thank you so much for the love, guys. Um, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, which was our comeback episode. we were talking about customer experience and customer service and what it means to the customer and who we should be celebrating on customer service week man way too many companies had that wrong it's usually actually to celebrate the customer service professionals not really the customer themselves we have plenty of days to celebrate the customer but anyway um if you haven't listened please Feel free to listen to that in previous episodes before that um, because we do this content for you to enjoy yourself and to learn from us rather from me it's just me it's just me <laughs> anyway um, I have had a tremendous week I hope you have too um, as we start this um, new week because today is Monday um, wishing you an amazing week ahead. Probably by the time you're listening to this, it'll be Wednesday and you'll be thinking, when is Friday? When is Friday gonna come? Yeah, we have a pretty short week here in Kenya because we have a holiday this week on Thursday. So we have a four-day work week. It's gonna be a short one, but make it count, guys. Make it count. Anyways, so as we celebrate our second episode of season four we're gonna talk about business partnerships how do you choose a good enough business partner to move with during the course of your starting creating your business or or even running it because sometimes the partner comes on board much later yeah but how how do you know who is the right person to work with how do you trust someone else with your vision your business and how do you manage the expectations as well because they might just be riding on your back to get rich you know that's a possibility yeah so let's let's see where this topic takes us I'll start by telling you my own personal story I've had quite a number of business partners in my lifetime Many of them, my friends, but I think the most successful and the worst one happened within the same business. So really what happened was, um, when I was in campus, I used to run a sandwich making business. We used to call them brown burgers and they were amazing. They used to smell so good, so good. And I liked making them a lot because they, it felt crafty, you know, the mix of red tomatoes, green cucumber, orange carrots the brown was pinkish the buns as in it was just an amazing burst of color and it was just fun for me to do my hands i've always just been a creative diy kind of girl so this was definitely a business that i enjoyed doing and i think the best part of this business for me was that i had an amazing business partner her name is leon leon all the way on the other side of the world i miss you You are an amazing business partner i've really never worked with someone as passionate about something that i considered just a small side hustle but you made it feel like it was a big booming business just because of how motivated you are to keep it going and um it was it was great while it lasted so we started this business um i had the idea she had the money Put it together, added on top of that some money from an emissary loan and that's how we started. We got the business off the ground just by selling to our friends. We used to make them so they would make the hostel look, smell really, really nice. And guys used to come and wonder, what are these you guys are cooking? In fact, we almost got in trouble a couple of times because the matron thought we were cooking in the hostel and it wasn't allowed. But it just smelled so good. We were just cutting up the ingredients and putting it together yeah they were really nice and we would actually partner up to go and sell so I had this rule in campus for myself that I never entered <laughs> male hostels my entire campus life and I loved that she understood that that was just my stance at the time so she actually dedicated herself to actually selling to that um, market and for me I focused on the ladies so I just went into ladies hostels and sold my ass off with the help of my friends sometimes but yeah so we split the work she understood my weakness and she understood my strengths and we made it work between the two of us we were a power team i have to say and considering i was doing an entrepreneurship course even my professors knew that this business was running and they were really proud of what we were doing so was a win-win for us both and for her she was just about making money in fact she sold everything from sweets to clothes to shoes like she tried it all and she motivated me (laughs) to also try quite a number of things so thank you Leon wherever you are um yeah so fast forward because I was uh I was doing a course that was tri-semester which means that I never had a long holiday but she did. So we got to this point now where I was in year and she was going for her first year long holiday break. And we had to part with because, well, she couldn't be in school during that period and I had to be in school during that period. So going from my best possible partnership experience. I found myself in the worst possible partnership experience because now I had to look for someone to work with this on but it was more like a, like an employer-employee kind of relationship than an actual equal partner business because this person was just interested in the money but they weren't interested in the work that it took to make the money. So... I interviewed two ladies one of them was really nice and i honestly wish i could afford her <laughs> but she wanted more money than i was willing to give at the time because i knew what the business could do like how much we could raise considering we had to drop the prices because of copycats now we had gotten to a point where the the, the burgers were selling so well that quite a number of students picked it up and they used to sell now especially in the spaces where we couldn't go for example i i I never went to like these ga- these large gatherings or attended sports events at school, which would have potentially made us a lot of money. But I don't know. We just never made it work anyway. Um, so there was a lot of copy-cutting, so we had to reduce cost because that was the only way we were going to survive in the market. And we started selling. But now, um, on as I was looking for someone to work with, My biggest consideration was one, would they accept the amount of money I was willing to give? And two, do they seem like they want to sell? So the problem that I found is that for the one that was enthusiastic and excited about the opportunity, she wanted too much money and I couldn't make it. So she declined the opportunity. Then the other person that I took, I just took because they were the only person (laughs) that I had left. So the unfortunate bit about this person is I never really did my due diligence about them. I just took them in because they said that they needed the money and I knew what it was like to be in that position. So I welcomed her and I opened up my business to her way only to be character developed, very proper, proper, I'm telling you. So fast forward, we start running the business one week in. She has not even bothered to try and learn how to make the burgers. So that means that all the actual creation of the burgers is me. At least with Leon, we used to like tag team. So on some days, like when I had class really early in the morning, she would take over. She mostly had classes really early in the morning. So on most days, because my course was a bit more flexible, I was able to prepare the burgers myself. So with this one, I had to do it every day. It didn't matter whether I had work to do or not she just wasn't interested in learning and she wasn't interested in finding out how we buy the ingredients like our process was so intricate we used to actually go to the market ourselves pick out the freshest of fresh produce the evening before just so that we don't have anything that has slept over for too long and then wake up to make these things first thing in the morning which means that the freshest of fresh ingredients were used to make the freshest of fresh burgers anyway so on the first few days of sales on the first day she could barely sell even more than two i i tried to see if she could do it so i gave her the burgers she went she came back with more than half i was like I kwani so we ended up having to sell them at a discount because you know the longer they stayed the less fresh they were and We now had compromised the quality of the products. It was either sell them on a discount or lose your money altogether. So we sold them at like 30 shillings and we were supposed to be selling them at 50. We made a a loss and bothered me, but I ended up paying her anyway because you know I'm that girl who keeps her end of the bargain. So, day two, same story. She goes, comes back with again more than half and I'm like I do you realize that this is a business and I'm supposed to pay you at the end of the day and she's like yeah but I'm unable to sell, people are not buying they're saying they don't have money and I was like you're just not selling to the right people so tomorrow we'll actually walk around with you just so that we, you're able to demonstrate to me why you're unable to sell so on the third day we actually went around with her we didn't go to the male hostels because this girl Was not going to be my Leon in this case. And we just ended up just going around the female ones. And we sold the girls. And actually those pieces they ended. So it just showed me that she just wasn't interested in doing the work. But she was interested in the money. So at the end of that day I had a really difficult conversation with her. It's the first time I've ever had to fire someone or let them go. But yeah that's where... That partnership died because um, it, was, it was just bad. She did not care about the business. She did not, we did not even share interests or values or nothing. There was nothing to hold us together. And even the business itself was not something that she really wanted to do. She just did it because it could be done. So based on that, I'd like for us to talk about what, what do you look for? in a good business partner. I know I've been asked this question by so many people um in the entrepreneurship space and it's because finding someone who is trustworthy enough to trust your dream and your vision with is quite the task, especially in this Nairobi. Greed, lust for fame, love for money. It's just insane. It's it's a dream killer. So, I actually did my homework, and I decided to just go through a, f- a few websites and just read through what 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 they suggest um you should be looking for in a good partner and i I decided to customize this to be my own because really some of these things are just top of mind items just that they had written them down (laughs) anyway so for me something that i really look for is for one someone who has diversified skill sets which means this person can do more than one thing you know that as an entrepreneur really you have to do multiple things like you have to wear so many hats to be in business so having a partner who can take off the burden of some of these tasks and while you focus on some makes that partnership work so you feel like the burden is lighter and you're able to capitalize on each other's strengths to to grow the business so that is definitely a win if you can find someone who has multiple skill sets that would be beneficial to your business another thing is finding someone that has complementary character traits to you so for example kate is is Kamodo polite. She's someone who struggles with networking and talking to people. She's someone who you know um likes to have things her own way, have things done her own way, and likes to do things herself. so given the chance, I will micromanage. yeah, so the perfect partner for me would be someone who is able to let go of control someone who is able to easily communicate with people, be open, talk, trusting someone who is okay with taking the back seat or someone who would rather do something else than do the actual work but at the same time someone who also has similar traits to me, similar traits and not just traits but similar value systems. So, someone who, for example, believes in being honest and open and um, not selling to people bad things because, I mean, we could have easily sold those burgers that were not as fresh at 50 shillings. But again, to that would have compromised the quality that our brand had stood for all that time. Yeah. So, another thing that i value in a partner or something that i would be looking for is someone with industry knowledge so it's it's good to have someone who is good at what they do but they should at least know enough about the space that you're going into or the space that you're in for them to be able to add value to the business it can't just be someone who is functional that means they can do a good job But they are not interested or do not understand the nature of the business that you're getting into. That can be counterproductive for you. So it's better to find someone who has proper industry knowledge within the space that you're going into. And if not that, then at least they need to be interested in learning about that industry so that you can move together. Yeah, Another thing that I would look for in a partner is good communication skills because I think it's very important to be able to talk to your partner about anything related to that business or even related to life because you know life happens and sometimes you will have a hard time um, working on the business because you have something personal going on and you need this person to still carry the business going forward. Um, I like the partnership between lydia km and murugi muni because as as lydia was going through her breakup you'll see in their last episode um murugi really stood with with her but at the same time encouraged her not to give up on their dream and they're accountable to each other so that way at least they're able to make sure that they don't miss episodes and that has made them literally the number one podcast in this country in a year so you can imagine having a partner who you're not able to talk to when you're going through personal stuff you're not able to um, let them know when uh, things change because you're afraid of their reactions or this person is is just generally not good at talking with people and They might end up being very confrontational and all that, which basically destroys your brand. So someone who is a good communicator is an amazing partner to have within your business. Something else you need to consider in a partner is similarity of goals or direction in life. So sometimes you'll find two very different people coming together because they have a common goal. It could be that you're working towards being successful, both of you, and that is that is your primary goal, and you're able to set up for yourself measurable steps to achieve that goal of being a successful business, a successful podcast, a successful partnership in general. So if you have two very different approaches to life and very different goals in life like what you want to achieve at the end of the day is not nearly the same then you will struggle to find your way back to each other or to find a way to work together because you're all you're struggling with your own personal priorities and it becomes difficult to prioritize what you're working on together um another thing that i would look for in a partner is someone who is a great team player Someone who just generally enjoys working with people, working with um, someone else, having someone to bounce ideas off of. Someone who um, is able to pick up the button from where the other person has left it and keep going. Even when things get hard, they are not willing to give up because they know they have to take one for the team. That's definitely the kind of person I want in my corner. Then another thing I would look for in a partner is someone who is flexible, that's in terms of mindset, in term, in terms of uh, time, someone who is willing to actually shift for the good of the business, because having someone who has their own personal rigid beliefs and is not willing to skew them, even in the least bits, even if it has, like, a great impact on the business, then it definitely isn't worth um, pursuing with that person because what happens is that one of you will become frustrated. Like, for example, you're always planning meetings and then this person is always skiving because um, they say they are too busy or they are unable to move things around so they can never show up for you or um, they just believe that things should be done a certain way and you cannot have differing opinions if you are working towards the same goal. Okay, you can. Actually, it's good to disagree, but you should be at least able to agree to disagree and not just remain on a disagreed state forever where now you can't move forward from there because you've disagreed. You need to have a partner who you're able to reason with and decide on a middle ground which requires some level of flexibility in in thoughts um and in action so those are some of my key traits um when i'm looking for a partner and all i'm trying to say here is the people that you surround yourself with within your business it could be your employees it could be your actual business partner it could be the people who benefit from your business um these people usually have an impact on the outcome of your business so it's important to actually vet them you see like the way right now in kenya the nominated css are going through a vetting process i think as business owners it's just as important to vet your business partner to to vet everyone that you let within your business because if you don't take the time to review whether they meet all your boxes like if at least seven out of these ten are not a, a check because i i have to admit not everyone is perfect and actually no one no one is perfect but you should at least find someone who is able to satisfy a large part portion of your criteria as a partner so that you can be able to move with them. So it can't just be a random person that you meet on the street that you decide to do something with. There has to be a basis for this relationship to work. A business partnership is actually like a marriage. You have to keep working on it. Both of you have to be emotionally, physically, mentally all in always involved in the running of this business. You cannot um, go looking for a silent partner, someone who will, um, unless you're just looking for an investment and you don't want this person involved in your business. But in the event that you want an actual partner, someone who will actually have an impact and a say in your business, then you have to be able to vet this person and see them for who they truly are by the time you onboard them on your business. So sometimes it might be something that's a bit time-bound, but it's necessary to still vet them anyway and see if they check all your boxes. Then something that I need to say about partnering with your friends or your relatives or your family or your spouse these types of partnerships can be slightly harder than generic partnerships where I've actually met someone and I vet them and I grade them based on merit. sometimes we jump into partnerships with friends and family just because it sounds like a good idea but I have to say it's not always a good idea Um, I've been in situations where the person I partnered with was family and the business died. I've been in situations where the person I partnered with was a friend and because of the nature of our relationship, I was unable to tell them when what they were doing was not right or I had to push them more than I needed to push someone who I didn't have to be friends with. Um, or I had to, you know, um, constantly deal with um, disappointing situations because maybe they couldn't make it for something or they couldn't um, put in the time or sacrifice as much as I did. And the truth is something that you need to learn or something that I learned as an adult is you won't always get back what you give in this life so you'll be nice you'll be kind you'll be driven you'll be hard-working but you might not get that same energy returned so if you're choosing a friend just at least be sure that this person has a similar goal to you they should like the same criteria that you would use to vet just a person who you have no history with should be literally the same um list that you use to vet someone who actually is your friend yeah so i hope you've learned something from my personal experience with my best and worst partners and also just how to pick out a good enough partner and how to trust someone else with your vision because truth be told no man is an island and we do need each other in order to succeed but sometimes it's also wise to just ask yourself, do I really need a partner? Because there are those people that have succeeded all on their own. And it, just, it doesn't mean that they are any less human or any less likely to succeed. It just means that for you, you would rather work with someone else. And that right there is a good enough reason for you to go looking for a partner. So I hope you enjoyed this lesson. I hope you've written your notes. You've picked out the lessons. And let's just meet on the very next episode. Bye guys.